0: All right, we are back. Uh, Another recording of the SQ Sports Podcast. It is a Thursday. I'm here with Q, obviously. What's going on? Not much. Uh, So, there's a lot of things to talk about. Interesting NBA week uh, filled with drama, filled with good basketball, filled with bad basketball. Um, So, obviously, your team, Philadelphia 76ers, made a move for Jimmy Butler, getting that third star trying to compete now um, in the East. Uh, And you went to his first game in a Sixers uniform Wednesday night in Orlando against the Magic. The Philadelphia 76ers did fall by five points. What was a back-and-forth game? Uh, But what did you think of Butler? How did he look uh, on the Sixers?
1: Uh, I thought he looked pretty good for the most part. He seemed like he was giving Embiid and Simmons, like kind of like giving them – just they were handling the ball a lot more than he was, um, but he had a lot of nice cuts with both of them, which we really need. Cause we have no one on our team that can really cut. Um, he made some nice finishes of the basket, He even pretty nice mid range. But he only took twelve shots. in yeah. Minnesota, I think he was taking about twenty shots a game. Um, I would have liked to see him giving the ball more at the end. He wasn't really getting it at the end. We we uh, the Sixers just they just kind of like resorted to the Embiid post up at the end way too much, um, which never really works. It, I mean, it works, obviously, but it's not very – uh, like, everyone just stops moving as soon as he, yeah. as soon as he starts posing. Not
0: great it, offense. It's really
1: yeah, it, it's definitely going to take a minute for Butler to get, like, acclimated um, with but, the roster. But I thought overall it was a pretty good fit. Defensively, they looked pretty good for the most part. Of the At the end, the mat it just started hitting so many threes, like contested threes.
0: So uh, you were saying how he, he only took 12 shots, which is um, eight down from his season average. You think that that's definitely going to be a thing where as the season progresses, as the guys get more comfortable together, Jimmy's going to be putting up more shots and he's going to be the one with the ball in crunch time. Is that what you think?
1: Um, I'd say, I wouldn't say like every single time, but I'd say most of the time. Yeah. Like if we really, if the Sixers really need a bucket, I think he's going to be the guy to go get it. So game, game um,
0: seven, Easter conference finals, that shot's going to Jimmy. Uh,
1: probably oh, Jimmy. Or, it'd, probably, it'd probably run a, a Jimmy and beat pick and roll. and then Gotcha. Just go from there because that's what that's what you really need as a pick and roll guy, and Butler is a good pick and roll player, which, which is nice to have. Um, and he did the same thing last year in Minnesota. At the beginning of the season, he was like resorting to Cat and Wiggins a lot, and their offense was kind of like he was only averaging like seventeen a game to start of the season. Um, and then he started once he started taking more shots, they started like I mean, there were thirty seven and twenty two of them last year in the West. Um, like that was a, that was a good. I've squ- already forgot that was a good squad before he yeah. got hurt in uh, yeah. late February. Um, so, yeah, you could – I mean, the spacing – I don't think the spacing is going to be, like, a, like awful. It's just going to be a little – they're going to have to figure it out. They might need to get another shooter. I think now they really need another shooter. Um, yeah.
0: Granted, you but, gave uh, up two of your better three-point shooters uh, to get Jimmy. Yeah. Um, some OG tr- some OG process trustees. Yeah,
1: that, yeah it's, it kind of sucks losing them, but I'd say – in terms of that trade, I think if you can trade—I mean, Covington stars are good players—but if you can trade two non-stars for a, a star without giving it. up at first, like you got, you can't pass that up. Yeah, and it's not like uh, Butler doesn't—he's not like a perfect fit, like Paul George would have been or Kawhi would have been. But in terms of the they just desperately needed someone who could score off the dribble, and that was kind of supposed to be Fultz. But obviously, whatever's happened with Fultz, we don't really also, know what's happened there. But. Um, that's the way I'm looking at it is best case scenario for folks this year would have been even for the next like two years would have been that he's as good of a shooter as Jimmy Butler is now. Okay. Because Jimmy Butler shoots about 37% from three this year for his career. He's kind of floated around. Like he's had a couple years above average and then a couple like bad years. Last year he was at 35%. Uh, the year before he was at 30, I think around 37 and this year he started out around 38. He only took one three yesterday. Um, and it was on about three or four attempts, so he's not like a, a knockdown shooter or anything. But he can, he'll make an open three, um, and that's kind of what we wanted from Fultz. And Fultz looked like it a little bit at the start of the season. Then whatever's happened in the last two weeks, I have no idea. Um, so he he definitely fills a need, but they're gonna the, the roster's a little thin right now. Wilson Chandler played yeah. really good from the four last night, but then he's still in a minute restriction. And he was kind of once the Magic made the run, he started he scored like three straight times off okay. um, the dribble a little bit. But then they took him out, and I was kind of like. Yeah, I know he's on a minute restriction, but it's, it's, it's three minutes left. Why don't I just leave him in? I and mean, Muscala didn't have a good game.
0: Yeah, I mean it's always tough from the fans' perspective because in the grand scheme of things, it's a Wednesday night game in November against the Magic. But when you're there in the moment, it's kind of like let's let's win this damn game. Yeah. Um, so, do you think uh, who's th- three minutes to go in the game? Who's that uh, final five that the Sixers are running out? Um. I if if Chandler's mean, off a minutes restriction.
1: If Chandler's off a minutes restriction, I'd say it's Simmons, Butler, Reddick, Chandler, and Bede.
0: Okay. Yeah, see, I mean, that's not that's definitely a formidable lineup for sure. I mean, all those guys can get you buckets in various ways. But As long as say, Chandler
1: can shoot like 36% from three, which is what he's been around for his career, I think that's a pretty lethal lineup. Especially because this year Sarge has started out really slow. I know he the last two games of the Sixers, he actually was starting to put it together a little bit. But And Covington's been playing well all year. And Covington played well last night in his debut uh so yeah missing Covington well I part of me wishes they would have just given up Fultz and if he had to throw in a first maybe I would have done that yeah a a lineup of Simmons Simmons Reddick, Butler Covington and B like defensively that lineup is insane yeah that's four elite defenders and then two a knock a eight like top level knockdown shooter a a really solid shooter in Covington and then a capable shooter in Butler
0: yeah I think it's uh um Pretty crazy how uh, just all the uncertainty around Fultz has driven his stock so far down because mm-hmm. no team really wants to wants to make a move for him giving up something pretty major because you just don't know with at Fultz. Um, speaking of Fultz, um, Twitter sphere was a buzz this week after he had a c- couple tough looking free throws. Um, I know we talk about this a lot, but the bigger news is apparently he's not working with Drew Hanlon anymore. Um, going back to even the first NBA podcast we recorded, uh, when we talked about Fultz playing in the summer league, even though like if we thought he should play, cause he didn't, um, you were saying Hamlin didn't want him to play. So you trusted in Hamlin cause I mean, he's, uh, like he knows what he's doing. So what do you make of them splitting up? I feel like it's definitely not a good sign.
1: Uh, it's not, it's a not, especially since that report came out Im- like immediately after that pump fake free throw. Um, yeah. That's tough. I have no idea what's going on with him. Like it's just weird. Because it's I don't blame Hanlon at all. Because Hanlon seemed he fixed he definitely improved folds a lot at the start of the season. I mean he was we saw that video before the season. He was hitting normal looking threes. He hit some normal looking threes this year. He didn't have a hitch at the free throw line. Like his free throw in November. There was that video from November first where he hit a perfectly normal free throw. Yeah, it was like a really good looking free throw. Especially even in college, he didn't have a great free throw form, and it looked really good. And then, and then you could see, like, during the next week, something started happening with his form. And then it started, like, really looking bad. And then that – I don't know what that double fake was, the double pump. I have no idea. But with Hanlon, uh, from what I heard, somebody in Fultz's camp, like, got into a uh, verbal alter- altercation with Hanlon because they weren't happy with the results. But, like, I don't know what they –
0: Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know what the issue was. Because it was looking good. Like, like, it was getting better. It was – that. Like this makes me think it was – I do think originally at some point there was an injury um, between summer league and training camp last year.
0: Oh. Yeah, summer league
1: After the draft in summer league, he was hitting threes off the dribble and off the catch and he looked fine. Like, yeah. was confident. He was in deep, like, in people's faces. Yeah. And then I do believe that – I think, like, there was an injury and then that messed up his um, muscle memory and then – that caused whatever mental block he's at now. Yeah. It seemed like he got passive, but then, I mean, I don't, the thing is, his mid range shots still look pretty normal. He hit one last night, um, and it looked perfectly fine. And even that heat game, he took, he didn't make any, but he took some mid range jump shots, and they all looked fine. And then he got to the free throw, and it just all fell apart. And then he's not taking any more threes. Um, yeah. It's I mean, just I did- really, it's really confusing. And now we, they really can't play him with Simmons.
0: Yeah, I uh I just saw a video on Instagram a couple of hours ago. Him uh pre-draft just like knocking down three after three after three. It's I think it's definitely a combination of he got, he got hurt and now he's just got something wrong in his head. And I mean, we're not we're not uh psychologists, so we can't figure that out. That's between him and his self, him and himself, honestly. Yeah, um, it just it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's going it, it's going it's going to be one of those things. I mean, he could just die out and be that one guy who uh, was another Anthony Bennett, I guess you could say. Uh, I say I, I will
1: say this: even at his worst, Bolts can at least be like a solid backup who just yeah. can't shoot because he can he can make plays. He's still like yeah, really good attacking team. the basket. He's a good passer. He's pretty good at defense. He's not an awful player. and He can still hit that little mid range, I guess. But it's just if, if he can't shoot, it one he has no spot on this team. Yeah. And Two, I don't know who's going to throw like an actual asset.
0: I do feel like it's going to be one of those things, if it clicks, it's, it's, it's just going to click and it's just going to, like, skyrocket. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it being, like, a slow build up, especially now after the Hamlin fallout. He's either going to find the groove and then, like, everyone's just going to be shocked or it's just never going to come back. I mean, I hope so. But yeah. the
1: good thing is that they do seem to have – because there was something wrong with his trainer. His trainer out of um, college that I think was the one that started to kind of rework a shot. Because his shot in summer league did look different in college. His shot in summer league was like a little bit lower, but it was also, it looked fine. But it was just a li- like in college, he kind of brought it over his head a little bit. And summer league, he was more kind of not, I'm not saying he's like Curry, but it was kind of like a Curry form. And I think he was working on making it quicker with this guy named Keith Williams, who apparently he was like really close with. But then that's kind of where it all started to fall apart. And then apparently Embiid, because Embiid's worked with Hanlon for like five years. And Embiid told him like, yeah, get this Keith Williams guy out of there work with Hanlon and then it seemed like Hanlon fixed it. But then now I think Foles is working with Keith Williams again. Uh, that's It's just like, it's just, I don't know what is maybe it's bad people around him. I don't know. But at least the yeah. people in the Sixers seem to, they do seem like he seems really close to them, which is good. At, I mean, at least that's, he's got that going for him. I I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Um, well, speaking, uh, getting back to the Jimmy Butler trade, um, looking at the other side of it with the T wolves got back, he got back Dario Saric. Uh, Obviously, Robert Covington in the second rounder. Uh, How do you think Cove and Sarge fit into this team? I know they both made their debut last night. Um, Yeah,
1: Covington played really
0: well. Yeah, Covington had, I think, 11 points, uh, four for eleven for the field. Sarge had seven points. Uh, So, yeah, pretty good debuts. Um, How do you you see him fitting in this uh, Timberwolves lineup?
1: I think Covington will be fine. Um, He might – Miss having Simmons pass him the ball because him and Simmons, they had a lot of good chemistry. Because the T-Wolves, I know De- like Derek Rose is great, but he's not that great. But he's a decent passer. He's a solid passer, but he's not a Simmons-level passer. So I think he'll be fine from the three. They get to move Wiggins back to the two, which I think he's better as a two than a three. Um, and defensively, he, up. he helps make up for a lot of mistakes. Um, Sarich is – offensively, he's interesting as a four next to Cat. Um, because they can both space the floor. They have they both have pretty solid handles. Uh, Sarge is a pretty good passer for his position. Uh, defensively, that's kind of yeah, a nightmare great. front court. Yeah. Like I, I love Dario, but he's he just not, he's not he's just too slow on defense. Yeah. Um, and I saw they didn't start him yesterday, and I hope I don't know. Like Taj Gibson's a much better fit next to Cat, but I hope they start Sarge because you know Tibbs doesn't play the bench. Yeah. I don't want him to just like get buried on the bench in Minnesota, which yeah. is just the
0: case. Well yeah. I mean, I it, it is such a weird Tibbs is such a weird coach, but I do think overall his role is best served coming off the bench. Um but, Yeah, I,
1: I think I think he'd be good off the bench. I just think with Tibbs it might be yeah. Yeah. Not a good fit get, off the bench.
0: Yeah, no, I see that. And and Sarich is almost uh He's almost kinda of like Anthony Tolliver. They're kinda of like the same player.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I brought that Tolliver. Yeah, I don't know so, how they're gonna work that out because Sarge yeah. can't play the three.
0: Um but one thing to note, um I just looked Jeff Teague is averaging eight point one assists per game this year, which is the high the most in his career. So um
1: Yeah, he's playing well.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting nugget, because I know obviously Derek Rose isn't more of an attack first kind of guard and Teague has been known to be the same, but seems like he's moving the ball around more. Um I think Overall, for many, they needed to get Butler out of there. I just think it's really interesting that they would that they wanted Saric, um, they wanted what they got from Philadelphia over the four first rounders from Houston, which basically tells you like they're they're still trying to compete right now. Um, yeah, um,
1: from what I saw with the four first rounder, I think it was originally four firsts, and then it evolved to I think um, Chris. Uh, Eric Gordon and two firsts.
0: I would take and that. Then,
1: yeah, I would take that too, honestly. And then um the heat the original Heat offer had Josh Richardson in a first. And I think maybe Kelly Olenek. I don't know why they declined that.
0: Yeah, I that, don't know what the fuck. I mean, doing.
1: Richardson's probably better than Covington, especially on yeah. offense. Defensively, Covington may be a little bit better. Actually, I mean Richardson's really good. And then yeah. Olynyk's. Kind of like Sarge. I mean, obviously they're not exactly yeah, like he's got, no, they got a lengthy yeah. contract, and they get a first. I don't know how. Like I heard that story, of Pat uh, uh, Pat Riley just like getting super pissed when he declined it. Like, yeah, I don't know how they decline that.
0: Yeah, Covington sounds like Sarge. collusion to me.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. That's a collusion um, case. In fact, I would. I think if the Sixers would have gave up, because I when I saw the original report, um, I was kind of like, I, I had no idea it was gonna happen, and then. uh, Zach Love tweeted, Covington and Sarge are involved in the deal. So then the way he worded it made me think like, oh, there's more that's valuable. So I thought it was going to be like the heat pick. I think Covington and Sarge and the heat pick would have been a little bit too much because that's just that's like the only asset that leaves the Sixers with is basically Fultz, which is an unknown, and I guess Sire Smith, and then their own picks. Sire Smith's an unknown. Fultz is pretty much an unknown. And then the first round is probably – they'll be what, like around the 20s. So I, I was glad when they didn't put the first in. And they got off Bayless, even though Bayless, I know he matched his salary. But it's gonna be kinda hard for them to swing a deal for a like veteran off the bench now because they don't really have any salary to match. Yeah. Uh, like a like a Corver deal or a I don't know about a reason I don't think a Reza I think a Reza will just get bought out. Like Corver's got he's got not he's non guaranteed next year, but I think I could see him getting bought out. Uh cause they really just need somebody off the bench that can shoot.
0: Yeah, I don't think Corva's not finishing this year with the Cavs. Yeah. Mark that down. Uh, but, yeah, I think what – what is what is Minnesota's record right now? I mean, I think they have a chance to compete for a playoff spot. Um, it just gets kind of the bad juju out of the locker room because, Butler aside, even if you don't put Sarich and Covington on this team, they still got a good amount of talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, I think they should – if Tibbs can get it rolling, they should be uh, fighting for a playoff spot. They're not going to do anything come playoff time. Uh, but I, I think Minnesota just needed to kind of uh, get over Butler in a sense. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of crazy. Uh, what, what? Um, how much Minnesota gave up to get Butler, and then how much like what they got back? Like they really fucked themselves over. Especially since everybody clowned them when they
1: or they everybody clown the Bulls. Yeah. Um, when they got because Levine was still hurt. Done. Everybody thought he was a bust. And Then marketing. Wasn't really like a sure thing going to be good. A lot of people thought he was like Ryan Anderson. Um, it was still weird that they didn't keep their pick that year. The Bulls, they had the 16th pick and they traded it. I don't know why yeah. they traded that with Butler when they were sending out the better player. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, well, I guess a swap. Bulls, it's a win. They, they swapped 7 and 16, but the Bulls should have just, I don't know how they didn't just keep 16.
0: Well, I feel like that's kind of like well, when Paul George got traded, they got on the deep end Sabonis, who were two younger guys, and they didn't get a first. I feel like I feel like no I feel like it's fair I feel like that's a fair deal if I if yeah. I were yeah whatever I mean well I
1: mean I, don't, yeah, I mean even with the Bulls now they really lost that because they traded Patton
0: yeah oh yeah Patton, true.
1: Patton was in the deal he's still hurt I think he could be I mean he's a 16th pick last it wasn't like two years ago it was last year um and he was pretty good at crate I know he's had a lot of foot injuries he's had three foot surgeries which isn't very Not I think yeah. if he can get healthy he could be a solid backup for Embiid.
0: All right, so let's move off to Sixers. Um, go over to the other main storyline of the week the Golden State Warriors. If you didn't see it, um, Golden State versus the Clippers. Uh, they played, what was this, Monday night, I want to say? Someday?
1: Um, yeah. I think it was Tuesday. What's Tuesday? today? Tuesday. Today's Thursday. Oh, it was Monday then.
0: Monday. Monday night. Um, six, uh, sixers, or not Sixers. Um, the Warriors were kind of getting handled um, in the Staples Center by the Clippers. They made a late uh, run. And tied the game up. And I mean, obviously, you've seen this clip by now, but Draymond Green got a rebound with about seven seconds left. And instead of just passing it to Kevin Durant, who was standing right next to him, calling for the ball, Green kind of out of control dribbled up the court and turned it over, um, not allowing the Warriors to get off a game winning attempt. Warriors went on to lose in overtime. And the main clips being pulled out of this were the little scuffle that. Um, Draymond and KD had on the bench before overtime. You can see Draymond calling not to his face, but uh, after he got pulled away, calling KD a bitch multiple times. And then you can see KD saying either "That's wild, man," or "That's why I'm out." Definitely up for debate. I watched it multiple times. Honestly, with it's with, it hard to read with lip reading things like that. It's whatever like someone tells you it is. That like yeah. whatever you have in your mind going in to watch him in the clip that's what you're gonna see yeah like if you but uh either way not a good look for the Warriors um people are saying the dynasty is falling I don't think that's true but now I do think uh it's just gonna fire up the rumor mill of Kevin Durant leaving in the offseason so what did you make of the whole situation I mean me personally I am a huge Draymond hater um so one it wasn't the smart basketball play by him and then two I think Draymond was the one really being a bitch because like he cost them the game almost. So um, I'm team KD here for sure.
1: Yeah. I think we're that play. I think um, obviously you should have passed it to KD. Yeah. I mean, yep,
0: either way, either way, like pat, hit Clay, Tom- Clay Thompson yeah. in the corner. Like don't just like try to take it to the rack. Like that's not your game. Yeah.
1: Um, But the thing with KD, like, yeah, he should have got the ball and he has a, re- he like, I understand why he was pissed, but he also didn't run. He didn't go up the court after he didn't get the ball. He just kind of stayed. um, Like, he just stayed in the backcourt because he was pissed. Yeah, yeah. So, I do kind of put a little bit of blame on him, but obviously, Draymond messed up. He did the same thing in um, game five last year against the Rockets. I don't know if you remember that, the game where Chris Paul got hurt. Uh, he, like, fell with the ball when the Warriors were trying to tie the game late. And that's why the Rockets won. So, he's done that a few times. It's It's just, like... And without Curry, they're a little, they're always a little out of whack whenever Curry sits. Um, yeah, I think it's. I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's gonna like take down the Warriors dynasty. I do think there's a pretty solid chance that he, KD leaves in the offseason, yeah. especially if they. I think if they win again, he'll. There's a even stronger chance.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. I could see him them winning again. KD taking on the uh, Finals MVP again, um, and him just walking away. Where he will walk away that will have many months to debate. Um, but obviously um, early inklings have him going to LA, either Lakers or Clippers, um, to New York uh, for the Knicks. Um, so you, you'll never know. That'll um, that that that'll be a story that we can talk about uh, down the road. But I think in the short term, uh, the Warriors definitely have some, some issues to figure out in their locker room. I think they will get it solved. But that being said, I don't – i don't think it'll affect on play or oh, no. on court play. No, they, they
1: could all they could all hate each other and they could cruise to 65 yeah title. exactly
0: i think it won't but i, I do think there's going to be some hatred between katie and draymond that's going to be stewing for a while uh draymond did get suspended by golden state um for one game for what what, what was the reason that they said just like, they
1: just said conduct detrimental to the team i think
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so that, that was interesting for sure. Um, yeah, like the Warriors are going to be the Warriors. Uh, it's always fun when they have these little mix-ups and things that can get everyone talking about, oh, the dynasty's dead, the dynasty's dead. Yeah. Uh,
1: they got to they gotta make a decision. I mean, eventually, I think there's a decent chance they'd trade Draymond, even if KD leaves, because I think if Draymond makes the All-Star game this year, he can get the Supermax, um, and they can't pay him this. I mean, they can pay him it. But it would be like a huge luxury tax, and Draymond's not that good. I mean, he's a great player, but he's not that good. And and Clay Clay probably isn't going to take a pay cut. I wouldn't assume. And shouldn't he definitely shouldn't? Yeah, he definitely shouldn't because he can get more. Um, And KD, I don't think will take a pay cut. So I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how they like. It's going to be really weird. I don't know what which way they're going to go. I really can't see Clay leaving. Because KD can get thirty-eight million on um, from any other team, uh, Clay can I think get thirty like thirty, because KD's a a ten-year veteran. Um, if Clay leaves, that'd be pretty interesting. I saw something that said if the Warriors had to decide between Curry and KD, they would pick KD, which I think would be wild if that ever happened. I mean, I don't think they they can. Yeah, like treat Curry, yeah no. The fact that that came out that they would if they had to, I think. I mean, Curry's
0: like that's like they their yeah. Try. Yeah, exactly. Um, Curry, Curry, guess- sh- Curry should be a warrior for life. Uh, the thing with Draymond is he—he's such like a—he fills such a specific role that yeah. I don't know how well he would translate on another team. I mean, he'd still be doing uh, Draymond things, you know, scoring twelve points a game and being the motivator and scrappy guy. But I don't know how well that translates to wins if you don't have guys like Steph and Clay and now KD around him.
1: Yeah, he's in the perfect team. I think any team that maxed him, unless they were like right on the verge of contention, if it was like – because who's going to – I don't know who's going to max him, like the Magic or something. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, see, if that happens –
1: If he's your max guy, you're not not winning
0: games. I would laugh so hard if some scrub-ass team gave him (laughs) – like, that would be so awesome, him just going to Orlando and, like, just kind of falling off the face of the map.
1: Yeah. Uh, if Clay oh. wants to leave, he can, he, I mean, he can come to the Sixers. They would have to trade Foltz. If they trade Foltz, they have max space. If he wants to go to the Sixers, hey, I'm not opposed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or replace that would, J.J. Redick. Yeah, that'd be, that, that would be a come-up for sure. It's definitely the <laughs> best-case scenario. Um. So uh, the other kind of main story of the week, I know we touched on it last week, but Melo officially done with the Rockets. Um, what did he play? I think in 10 games for them uh, just didn't work out. I don't think – I didn't like it from the beginning. I mean, the Rockets, they were a three-point shooting team. Melo literally the opposite of that. He's a, he's a long mid-range guy. Um, they had great chemistry, especially like Chris Paul came in, many thoughts. One ball, how are Chris Paul and Harden going to play together? Worked seamlessly. Uh, Mello, not the best glue guy. And, you know, um, so I don't know. I, I never thought it was going to work. It didn't work. I will give Daryl Moy props that he just kind of ate it and let him go early instead of letting this play on down the road. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of a failed failed attempt by the Rockets. Granted, it is kind of their first fail in in, in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, and – um. I just thought it was weird there. I didn't know they were going to play him this much. He's playing 29 – or he was playing 29 minutes a game. Um, I thought he was only going to come in to play like 15 to 20. I didn't think he was going to start. I thought Tucker was going to start. But, um, yeah, I guess I don't know where he's going to go now. For the Rockets, I mean, I mean, they've won their last two games and they beat pretty good teams. Um, yeah. If they win yeah. tonight, I think we'll just show that, yeah, it was definitely mellow. <laughs>
0: Well, they play the warriors oh, tonight they play the right? warriors tonight yeah, yeah. At home.
1: that'll be interesting i think i think they're favorites actually but
0: um, wow. yeah that will be interesting the rockets do are are seeming to find uh their stride now after that after that rough start yeah and but that, if they just go on like a on like a uh big tear it i f- i would feel so bad for mel because then you can just point it right at him just like the thunder could point it right at him too because obviously we talked about this last week. Melo is one of uh, the greatest scorers of our generation, and <clears throat> seemingly get, is going to go unnoticed. By the way, he's uh, exiting the league.
1: Yeah, he just his game. He just couldn't adapt. I mean, he, I, I, I give him credit for trying to change his game when he got to the Thunder because he actually took a lot of like spot up threes last year. He just sucked at him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just couldn't hit him. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think? Uh, I get of uh d wade and lebron coming out and kind of defending him on twitter i mean i feel like you got to do that but i f- i think deep down uh lebron yeah, at least. if no, lebron
1: really be- if you- lebron really believes on him then bring yeah, him to la they, and see how that works
0: L- yeah that deep down he knows like mellow's kind of mellow's mellow's um out of gas <laughs> now for sure um i guess We'll talk about uh, the games last night. There were a couple wild games in the NBA. My sons picked up their third win, 20 point win against San Antonio. Um, This team's always off and on. The one guy who has been always on this year is TJ Warren. Um, Absolutely balling out. He's averaging 17 and four this year and he's shooting lights out. So I love to see that. And then, um, of course, the Sixers game we already touched on that, but we had the Mavs and Luka Doncic. Doncic is playing absolutely out of his mind. Um, the Mavs beat the Jazz by 50? 50 points. 118. Jazz, score, Jazz scored 22 in the second half. The second half, 22 in the second half, 9 in the fourth quarter. That's that's a, that's inexcusable. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. I, wa- I wasn't watching this game live. I-, I saw a lot of the highlights. And when they were showing Doncic highlights, it was like 55-45 in the second quarter, like a close game. And then you look at the final score and it's like, Jesus. The Jazz just did not have it.
1: Yeah, it, the craziest thing is that nobody on the Mavs really snapped. Um, Barnes had 19. Doncic only had 13-6 and and only two assists. Uh, Dennis Smith only had seven points. Yeah, Andre Jordan only had four points. Um, yeah, just a group, group effort. effort. Group, yeah, just group yeah. effort. Everyone, they,
0: they, were, they, they went 12 deep and everyone scored. So, Yeah.
1: Um, I think yeah. the Mavs, they've gotten off to – I mean, they're 6-8. And, and they they had a couple close games, like with the Lakers and um, Spurs. And Donovan, yeah, he, he really does look the real deal. I think that fit might be a little weird, though, with him and Dennis Smith. I know Carlisle likes to run – two point guards or just two ball handlers. But Donchuk is, a, he's only averaging four assists cause he's kind of playing like a shooting guard. I think he would just be better served as a point guard, but in terms of yeah. scoring the ball, I think nobody really saw him scoring this well. He's averaging 19 a game and he's shooting uh 39% from three on six attempts.
0: Yeah. He's really
1: um, good. And he just, he has like at least one highlight every night where he just, he like, he, he faked out Gobert last night. I don't know if you saw that. He did like a fake pass. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's such like Euro shit. Like he's making yeah. all these like European moves, ball fakes, uh, like using the head fakes. Uh, and it's clean to watch, dude. His step back is his step back's really nice. It's sick. That's like that's a closer. That's a closing shot right there. That's a that's a game winning. <laughs> that's a game winning move. Um, yeah, I think Mark Cuban has to be pretty happy. I mean, they kind of nailed. They nailed uh, this the 2018 draft with Doncic and Jalen Brunson has been good off the bench. Hasn't played that much, but when he has, he's been efficient. And then Dennis Smith, um, the year before that, obviously, like you said, um, breaking news, this is an NBA podcast, but Christian Yellis just won the NL uh, NL MVP. Um, Not a shocker. Not a shocker. Um, But anyway, uh, so this year they had to take Donchich. He's the best on the board. Um, You already have Jordan. You didn't need a big guy. Um, So it just kind of stinks that if him and – Dennis Smith don't fit great next to each other. It's not like off
1: um, or anything. Like, yeah. uh, it's not like a Fultz-Simmons thing. It's just – and Dennis Smith is hitting his shots as you're shooting, I think, overly average from three, which is good because last year he was like 30, Definitely. Four, you know? Um, But it's just, I think De- – Dennis Smith can't really play shooting guard and Doncic can. Like, Doncic can play two and three and yeah. one. Um, but just Donjic, he's so good. In, th- in the pick role, he's just – for his age, he's unbelievable as a pick and roll ball handler.
0: Yeah. And the, the trouble with that is, uh, Smith, like you said, he, he, he needs the ball in his hand. He he can't just like sit in the corner, um, and like be a catch and shoot guy. So that obviously limits the opportunity. Doncic gets to run the pick and roll and run stuff with the ball in his hand. So, um, but the Mavericks, Mark Cuban's got to be feeling pretty good right now because the Mavericks are always one of those sneaky teams that'll go out and, uh, give guys money. Um, Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Jordan really haven't hit like many thought, but, uh, or Wesley Matthews for that matter. But uh, eventually they'll hit. And I I think the Mavericks are definitely on the up and up after a couple, couple down years. Mm -hmm. Um, Any other big news you want to talk about? Any other games last night? I know the Lakers against the trailblazers, trailblazers who have been playing really well so far this season, say that 10 and four. Um, LeBron passed Wilt and last night, was, what, fifth on the all-time scoring list now? So
1: Yeah, he had 40 feet, 44, 10, and 9.
0: Yeah, on 13 of 19, 5 of 6 from 3. That's ridiculous. Another another LeBron goat game, I should call it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much. We, we normally do a lot of Laker talk just because, obviously, the new fit with LeBron and you got all the young pieces, but not much to uh, not much to report on them um, this past week. I would week. say,
1: I mean, um, has the the blown out, but Sexton has been playing pretty well this week. He had 24 last night. Um, he still gets like no assists, which is weird for a point guard, especially who has a, playing 34 minutes a night as the lead ball. I don't know how, how you only have two assists, but he's been pretty good from three. He went two of three last night. Um, shooting what 50 percent from three. He's only taking 1.5 a game, but still. It's a good size, averaging thirteen a game. Um, I know he was getting a lot of hate.
0: Yeah, they, um, he can just,
1: they really need just something. Man, they're so bad.
0: Yeah, I mean they're gonna. Yeah, they're definitely going through a rebuilding process. What they need is one of those guys from Duke. Um,
1: yeah,
0: that's for sure. Um, yeah, I guess not too much. We'll we'll hop into segments now. Um, I We'll start with the bad contract of the week. You got one for me?
1: I do. I have. Uh, I guess it's pronounced Jan. I thought it was Ian, but it's just Jan Mahimi on the Wizards. <laughs> Four years, 64 million deal. Ooh, um, ooh. Summer 2016. And he is awful. Um, yes. He was never even really that good. His best year was obviously 2016. The year that he got that contract, he averaged nine and seven, because that's definitely worth 60 million a year. Um, for his Wizards career so far, this is third season, he's averaging 4.9 points and 4.2 rebounds. Yeah, that's
0: um, fucking shit. It's just
1: he's he's not good at all. He's not a good he doesn't shoot well from the foul line. He's not really that good of a defender. He does not a, a shot blocker. It's just uh, it doesn't even make any sense. They got lucky, they got Howard. I mean Dwight Howard's okay. They started winning a little bit finally, but um that's just an awful deal. And they're already they already have Wall making forty seven million starting or forty seven million in a few years. Beals on a max, Porter's on a max. Uh it's just it's just not looking good. Yeah. Just,
0: um, I mean it's the- it's tough when when you, you get a, a sixty four million dollar contract and still like diehard NBA fans like struggle to know your name. Yeah. <laughs> so not a good look for sure. Um I forgot honestly I forgot about him, um, anyway, uh my bad contract is Wesley Matthews. Um I'm not I don't even dislike Wesley Matthews that dislike Wesley Matthews that much. I mean he's a pretty good player. He's putting up sixteen points a game this year. Um, but he signed a four-year, seventy-million-dollar deal in 2015. Um, he's he just hasn't performed up to that kind of money. I know. Uh, what 2015 and 2016, the off seasons were doing crazy. But uh, Matthews is at, he averaged 12.5, 13.5, 12.7 now, 16.2 uh, points per game in his years with the Mavs. And other than the scoring, he hasn't really done much. Um, like three rebounds a game, two assists a game. He's not the best on-ball defender.
1: Uh, yeah, it really sucks with Matthews. That was his last few years in Portland. I mean, twenty fourteen, I averaged sixteen a game, and he was a good defender back then. He was like, kind of like the ultimate three and D guy. And then he yeah. Tore Once he tore his Achilles, it was kind of he's kind of done.
0: Kind of over, yeah. He was and a great. Mavericks
1: gave, Mavericks gave him the contract after he got hurt, which I thought was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um,
0: Achilles, yeah,
1: like, I mean, Achilles are, I mean, Achilles are he's tough. Shooting, about he's right? shooting too much. He's shooting 30, almost thirteen times a game. You shouldn't like. I don't
0: know why. Yeah, I mean, he's not.
1: He's not off or anything, obviously, and he should improve off in three. But like he starts taking shots at the dribble, I'm like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, uh, what? Yeah, he was he was a perfect role player, and then he got to a team that kind of needed him to do more, and that's not really his style. Um, yeah, like you said, the, this time in Portland uh, was good. I mean, I was when Dame and McCollum were just coming up. I uh, was a that was a good team, and he was he was a good role player for them. Um, all right, we'll get into our. Lineup of the week. So basically, if you haven't, uh, each week we're picking a division in the NBA and we're creating our best starting five from the five teams in the division. This week we picked the Central um, in the Eastern Conference. Um, the Central has the Bulls, the Cavs, the Pistons, the Pacers, and the Bucks. Um, so some interesting teams right there. A couple lower level teams. Um, well, what do you got for your starting five?
1: I got Bledsoe at the one, Depot at the two, Middleton at the three, Giannis at the four, and then Brooke Lopez at the five.
0: Ooh. I'll tell you we overlapped with one, two players. Two That's players. it? Just two? two? Just two. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I got Giannis, obviously, uh, at the three, and I got Depot at the two. My point guard, I love me Eric Bledsoe, but I got Zach Levine at point guard.
1: Zach Levine, what?
0: Yep, Zach Levine. Not a
1: point guard.
0: <laughs> running the point at the four. I got my boy Blake Griffin.
1: Yeah, Blake I forward. wanted.
0: To... And then the the center was the hardest one to figure out because I didn't want to go. I was gonna go with Middleton, but you can't have Blake or Giannis guard the five. Um, so I went with. You're not gonna like this pick. I went with Andre Drummond at the five. Man. Because I don't need Drummond to do anything, but get be in the paint and get rebounds. Yeah. So what was Levin, your lineup again? What was it? Just say one through five? Levine, Oladipo, Giannis, Griffin, Drummond. And the thing is, Zach Levine is not a point guard, but him, Oladipo, and Giannis, I'll figure it out, bro. They all, they all probably handle the ball at least a third of the time for their teams. So that adds up to 100%. So we'll be fine. We will be fine. With
1: I mean, team. I'll give credit to Levine. He's averaging four assists this year. He's done a great year offensively. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, no, yeah. He's playing out of his mind. Uh, he
1: was kind of, when he came up, he was kind of seen as someone who could be like a combo and then never really worked with the Timberwolves. But I mean, I guess if you have Giannis, I guess having Levine the point guard isn't as egregious as it would be. And Oladipo
0: Depot uh, does his fair share of. Uh, Oladipo
1: Depot can run a little bit of point. point. That division kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, obviously, we. Not even thinking about taking anyone from the Cavs. Um, yeah. That I was Austin. considering
1: Kevin Love, but I was, he's just nah.
0: Yeah. Oh, true. I didn't think about Love. He's hurt. But, yeah. yeah. Um, what else uh, we got? So, got
1: The uh, likes and dislikes.
0: Likes and dislikes. Uh, I'll start my first like of the week. Already kind of mentioned him. <laughs> my boy, TJ Warren, popping off this year. He and Steph Curry are the only two players oh in the NBA this season who are shooting 50% from three or 50% from the field. What, what what was the stat? Let me pull it. I think it was 50% from the field. Fuck. I'm going to pull it up. I got it on my phone. Um, I think I DM'd it. Do, 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 do. I see you. I got, I got it. I yeah, got it. I got it. All right. Yeah, I see it. 45% from three. 49% from the field and 90% from the line. You can tip, bump that 49% up to 50%. Probably take Steph Curry's bitch ass out of the category. Because T.J. Warren <laughs> shooting above 50%. Um, he is balling out. See, I know the typical thing is the 50-40-90. T.J. Warren went up the bar and said, give me the 50-45-90. Um, put the team on my back. T.J. Warren has been playing out of his mind, especially the past couple games. Last four games, 27, 21, 25, 29 points. He's been solid on the glass. He's improved his rebounding. Um, if you don't know the story of TJ Warren coming out of NC State, he was, I believe, like this. He was mid, mid-round mid pick, maybe like 18. I think 18, he was 14. 14. 14? 14? You go that high? Uh, right here okay, it says
1: 14. Right. First round, 2014,
0: Four- 14th pick. 14th pick. Um, he has never been able to shoot the three well. Last season, he shot 21% from three. Um, so he just, he, he wouldn't even take threes. Like that was kind of out of the question. TJ Warren was shooting a three. You're like, what the fuck? This year, he's already <laughs> taken fifty threes threes in 12 games and he's hitting at a 46% clip. It's amazing. He's always been known as a great scorer, but a great mid-range scorer. Um, uh, he's just, I don't know, dude, he, he's extended his range and he's going to get paid because of, it. he's going to get paid a, a lump sum. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: He, he's really good. Um, yeah, if he like can keep, that. I mean, obviously Slightly small sample size, but 13 yeah. games is a nothing. I mean, that's a three, and he's not taking, he's taking almost four games. That's pretty, I mean, if he, I think if he can just balance out of like, I mean, obviously, 30%. i only gonna stay at 46. Yeah, if he can stay around 30, even 36 and above, that's a huge improvement.
0: Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Um, and I, I, he was shooting well to start the, year. I was like, no, him and Josh Jackson both like in the first couple of games, like knocking down threes. I was like, no way, this is gonna stick. Josh Jackson fell off, but TJ's just been still knocking them down. So, I mean. If you, yeah, he's he's a he's a great scorer. Him and Devin Booker, like one two scoring punch. It's not bad. Not bad.
1: Uh all right. My first like of the week is Pascal Siakam
0: Um for the rest he, yeah, he won big player
1: He won player of the week this week, which I thought I knew he was playing well. I didn't know if he was good at win player of the week. I figured somebody like Giannis would get it or something, or Embiid. Um but he no, he deserves it. He's defensively he's really, really good. Yeah. He's always been good. He's so fast. He's he's six six nine, two thirty. And he he's one of, I'd say he's one of the fastest players in the NBA, which is crazy. He kinda run he kinda plays a little bit like um like the Draymond role for the Raptors as a four who can kind of handle the ball a little bit. You can take it up the court if they need him to. He can go in the break. Um and he's starting to hit his threes for the most part. Um in his last four games, which is the last week, um he's averaging twenty point eight points. Uh, four rebounds and almost two assists, and he's shooting fifty-four percent from three, along with the defense. He's just a really good glue guy for them, and I don't think they expected that. He was a twenty what twenty-seventh pick in twenty sixteen, and he wasn't really getting many. He got a lot of minutes last year off the bench, but I think eventually their lineup is going to be um, Lowry, Green, Kawhi, OG Ananobi, and then Siakam at the five, which is a the, on both ends. That's just a filthy lineup.
0: Yeah. That's tough. To, I mean, I feel like he can get bullied in the post. Yeah, he,
1: I think they might need to put Jonas in next to him.
0: Yeah, but I mean – It's just yeah.
1: they, it, the, the way they can mix and match the lineups is just crazy. I thought he was going to get traded in the Kawhi trade. I figured – I mean, Pertle's good. He was pretty good last year. But I figured one of Ananobi or Siakam's got to go if they're going to get Danny Green along with him.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah.
1: They're lucky they didn't uh, – They're yeah. gonna, I mean, it's going to be interesting when his contract comes up. I assume they'll pay him, but then they got Ananobi and they got Falon the Wright. And they got. Um, I mean, I guess it
0: depends on what happens with Kawhi. Fred Van Fleet, It sucks when you're so good at drafting, man. It sucks. Yeah, oh my God. Um, <laughs> my kind of piggyback off that somewhat. My second like of the week, Dwayne Casey picking up the win in Toronto last night in his return to Toronto. Um, he got a standing ovation. Good to see the fans. If the fans would have anything but he, anything but a standing ovation, I would have been mad. Um, I know a lot of the fans wanted to keep him, even though the Raptors are still playing well with Nick Nurse. Um, and Casey is turning the Pistons. They're 7-6 and six right now. They've had some big wins over the Sixers and the Raptors. Um, so, yeah, I mean, good for Dwayne Casey. seems like a nice guy. Um, definitely one of the better head coaches in the league. Did not deserve to get fired. Uh, and you could see after the game um, when Reggie Bullock hit that shot just how excited he was, which he, he should be. Um so yeah, good on Dwayne Casey. That was a good play for Bullock. Yeah, I, mean, I know I mean, a lot I mean, of
1: Raptors fans always complain about his out of timeout plays, but that was a pretty nice play to win it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean he was right near the basket, so in wide open look. So yeah. Um
1: what's my second oh second like. Um Paul George in Russell Westbrook's absence. Um he's playing he's showing why he was so highly coveted in the last few years, um, both via trade and in free agency. He's averaging since the Pelicans game, I guess it includes the Pelicans game because Russ got hurt during the Pelicans game. He's averaging 25 points, uh, 9.2 rebounds, and 5 assists, and he's shooting 41% from 3 on 9 attempts a game, uh, and along with his 2.4 steals a game. So that's like that's easy top-10 player production. Obviously, it's just 5 games. But just as the, as the focal point of that offense in Russ's absence, he's just been playing out of his mind. They're 4-1. They beat Houston. They uh they blew out the Knicks last night. They blew out the Suns the other night, and they blew out the Cavs. Or they only actually the smallest win was against Cavs. They went one by nine. But he's he's been great in um, Russell's absence. He's just like, he's just a perfect fit on that roster. I think they're very lucky that he stayed.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. This Thunder team would be looking a whole lot different if PG wasn't out there um, with zero, not on the court. Um, and like we have been talking about, I'm. I'm Really excited to see this team at full strength, uh, including getting Roberson back. Um, moving on to dislikes. First dislike of the week is just the Cleveland Cavaliers as a whole. Um, I know it's uh, you don't want to just keep banging on a on a beat drum, but Cavs are so bad and they're not really doing doing much to fix it. I don't I don't understand. Just move on from J.R. Smith. Um, because you're not moving forward. You're not going to like, carry him next year. Um, so there's no point in giving him minutes now. Give Seti Osman more minutes. I mean, Osman is playing a good amount of minutes, but just give the minutes to younger guys. Uh, I think you, you got to look to build around like Sam Decker and um, what, Zizic and uh, Sexton. I feel and like, Osman And Osman. Yeah, those four guys um, are the guys you got to be looking to build around. You got to start playing them more together. Um, and I, I just I think like guys like Jr. Um, guys like George Hill, they don't really need to be playing, and I would trade them away for second rounders, just kind of get them out of there. There's no need for it. Um, Larry Drew though, he's two and six in his eight games as head coach, so not terrible. But the Cavs—they did,
1: they did blow out the Hornets,
0: dude. They'd I was so random. they 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 literally get ship pumped every night, and I. And I bet – the first time I, like, bet against the Cavs, I bet on the Hornets, and they got – the Hornets got crushed. So, that's whatever. That's probably my juju. I'll keep betting against the Cavs. They might keep winning. But, um, yeah, I mean, just not. it's going to – definitely grim for Cleveland. I, I don't see them winning more than, like, 15 or so games.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess a good thing for them is that they're going to keep their pick. Uh, yeah. I know they were in danger Top 10. of not. Yeah. They were in danger of becoming, like, the 12th, best te- the 12th worst team, which would
0: have been a disaster. Um, yeah, no, they're definitely keeping that pick unless the yeah. lottery screws them. So, I don't even think that's possible. I mean, no,
1: if they don't make the playoffs – no, no, they actually – no, they're definitely not going to be around 10. Yeah, They're no. going to be, at the worst, like five. Yeah. Um. All right, so for dislikes, first thing I have is the Utah Jazz on uh, both ends of the floor. Obviously, last night they lost by 50. Um, They're just not really – a lot of people – because obviously they went 27-5 and to end last season. They beat the Thunder in six games. And they gave the Rockets a good run for their money, even though they lost in five. A lot of people kind of thought they would just continue that into this year, considering Gobert was healthy. Mitchell has another year. Um, a full, like Rubio was fully healthy. And they sit at seven and seven. And they're tw- they have the 20th ranked offense and the 19th ranked defense, which is very, yeah, very it's not,
0: it's, middle of the road,
1: especially on defense. I think defense might be a little bit fluky because, I mean, the Nuggets are at five, and I know that they've improved, but. This The Nuggets, aren't. I don't see them finishing above the Jazz. And, like, the Mavs are now the ninth. Best. I mean, I feel like last night might have swayed the numbers a little bit. Um, yeah. Lost by so much. But still, there's something different this year. I think they just – they rely on Mitchell way too much on offense because Rubio last year had a bit of a fluky shooting season. He was, like, average from three finally, and he's never been good from three. And this year he's down to 27%. And Mitchell – I kind of feel bad for him because his numbers aren't going to look good. Obviously, he doesn't. I doubt he cares that much about his numbers, but um, he's still getting over twenty points a game. But he's been pretty inefficient this year. He's only shooting. Uh, let me see right here. He's only shooting thirty percent from three and forty-one percent from the field. When last year it was at thirty-four percent from three and forty-four percent from the field. Um, and he's a he's a good enough passer, but he. I don't think he's. I think they just really could use another guy. I, I mean, I, the obvious guy would be Hayward.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: him and he didn't get hurt. I mean, I'd, he that team would be.
0: Oof, that that'd, scene be that'd be scary.
1: Because he, I mean, that's a fluke injury. I doubt he would have gotten hurt like that. Um, so the, I think they just need another offensive piece. And Ingles, I mean, I, I love Joe Ingles, obviously, but he's he's still elite, an elite shooter. But he's down – last year was at 44%. The year before he was at 40, uh, 44 again. This year he's down to 39.8. Um, yeah, I feel like – He's he getting up there in eight. He's already 31. Uh, yeah. He kind of came into the NBA pretty old. He was like 26.
0: I want to see you – know, I said this before. I want to see Ingle shoot more, dude. Like he can create off the dribble. Got a smaller defender on him. Take him down low. Hit a little fadeaway. Ingle's got the moves and he's got the touch to do it. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like he's a little passive on offense. One other thing I'll say about the – the Jazz is. I feel like uh, they get they get kind of kind of overhyped because of games like the primetime win against the Celtics, that early game against the Warriors. Um, yeah. The when they just dogged the Pelicans and the Pelicans looked unstoppable. I feel like they just kind of get overhyped and then people don't realize like they're lo- like. They're seven and seven, like you gave those numbers. They're a middle of the road team, because
1: so. they were like the trendy team to like last year, and then it was the trendy take to say Mitchell deserved Rookie of the Year when he obviously didn't.
0: Nah, um, nah. nah
1: I'm just saying. I'm just. He didn't have that. I, did, I did, All right. I don't think he, he didn't deserve to win, but they should change the rule that you shouldn't be able to get it in your second year. I agree with that.
0: All right, I can agree with that too. Um. All right, my second dislike, uh, is Jimmy Butler, um, and the the reports that. He, he and the Sixers are like already like have basically like are agreeing on a on a long-term deal um I don't like this from multiple angles but the main angle is from Jimmy Butler um Jimmy Butler's side uh I there's why 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 go out why say that what what's what's the point I mean, he
1: didn't say anything it was just Woj that
0: was okay his, yeah say. but but for Woj to say that there, there has to be like something from someone's camp like near the situation that kind of has a like a, a strong inkling on it, um, like they're expected. Like Woj doesn't come out and say they're expected to reach a long term deal if like he's if he's he's not just making that shit up, you know. Like someone no, I, feel this,
1: like, I feel like it is. Good. It was. I mean, I was kind of happy when I saw it.
0: Yeah, but you got to play out the season. You got to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't think there's any reason to rush to. To, uh, yeah, I mean, for all, all we know, I mean, he could be mad that that got out, whether or not he wants to stay or not. But I feel like you got to play out the season, got to see how it goes, got to see how you fit with these guys. Um, I think the there's way a he whole.
1: Spoke about it, the way he spoke about it in his press conference, I would say he kind of seemed like he really wanted to because he seemed really happy to be there. Obviously, he might just be, you know, just for the cameras or whatever, but he did yeah. seem like he was so glad to get out of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, last anywhere- night was probably a godsend for him. He was playing 41 minutes in his last game. With Minnesota, he only played thirty-three last night, and he's always played like high thirties. And he's twenty-nine.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel anywhere, no matter where he got traded, he would have like been really happy because he got it in Minnesota. And I get why he's like even more um, elated, like because you're with like two young uh, up-and-coming stars and a team that you know just went to, these and come to the Eastern Conference semifinals, and now you're gonna be like, like one of the probably the guy like taking the shots late. Um, but I just think you gotta see how it goes, see how the fit works before uh, you, you decide anything like that. So
1: yeah, same, I mean, the same with uh, Kyrie. Kyrie said it. Kyrie told the crowd.
0: Before, yeah, that was weird. First game, but I, that was kind of weird. Well, I but think. he'd already put. he had already like been on there. Yeah, right? he'd already been with the South. I agree with that. And
1: hey, I mean, if he wants to go back on it. I know him. And Butler were talking about playing. If he wants to come to
0: Philly, hey, bro, what the spot? F- f- that would not work, dude. You are trying to tell me? They you have enough money. Rub- you're trying to run Ben Simmons out of town. Barely. Dude, what is Simmons going to do with Kyrie on the ball the whole time? Dude,
1: Kyrie played with LeBron. LeBron's like the ultimate ball dominant. Yeah,
0: but LeBron can, like, shoot. Ben Simmons is going to uh, be scratching dude. his ass in the corner. All right. So, all right, so
1: what it, well, I mean, that's that means – what was Fult- Kyrie is what we kind of hoped Fultz would be.
0: Except as- Fultz – Does Fultz bring up the ball on 50% of the possessions?
1: Um, when he's playing with Simmons, I'd say – probably around that
0: dude Simmons no. has
1: been running a lot of four I mean they ran a lot of four with him last year he can run the four and then just they can just can that's a perfectly field. fine fit Kyrie's a good shooter
0: dude that's not a dude that's not a fit that's not that, Dude,
1: you're telling me a lineup of Kyrie Butler Simmons and on paper kid. on paper
0: it looks nice but Simmons that's a, is a, that's really a perfectly fine I, I'd say the, the odd link with Butler it wouldn't be Simmons okay but okay okay that team if you have that team Simmons goes from like a top twenty player in the NBA to like the fiftieth best player in the NBA. Not you fit
1: relax. You
0: don't need him to do anything, dude. Like he he turns into a guy that needs to play good defense and pass the ball. Like other than that, what is Simmons doing on that team? Because
1: he's a terror in
0: transition. Okay, so he's a he's a good transit he's an athletic guy who's a good passer. Like cool.
1: And a good defender. And a good Hey, hey, it'll work. All right. If you worked out with LeBron, he'll work it out with Simmons.
0: All right. And they're both Australian. Kyrie's not going to Philly, and two. I mean,
1: he's not going to go, obviously. Two, oh, that's they can afford it though.
0: Uh, it's uh, can afford it, dude. You can anyone can make room for Kyrie Irving if Kyrie says. I mean, obviously,
1: could. but I'm saying they could keep their top three and still have room.
0: All right, you're living—it's a pipe dream right there, and it's a pipe dream that I kind of want to see happen. Ky, all right, Kyrie's
1: like Kyrie's just, like a—he's—he's he's basically a shooting guard in a point guard's body.
0: Dude, he yeah, but he but he's not like a pure. He's a pure scorer. He's not a pure shooter. Like he, he he he's not a catch and shoot guy. Like he doesn't even shoot that high of a high of a percentage.
1: He's pretty uh, I don't know. His 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 last year with LeBron, they were they were.
0: It's not like Kyrie. It's, like, with it's, LeBron. Not like a, it's not like you're saying Clay Thompson. Like Clay Thompson, perfect fit. Because he doesn't he barely even dribbles. Obviously, Clay Kyrie, Thompson's a better
1: fit, but Kyrie, Kyrie come playoff time, just having Kyrie in your back pocket. A.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's nice, but I'm just saying, it's that like Simmons is gonna turn irrelevant if that happens. Which whatever. The real, fit,
1: the real guy I want is uh, either Chris Tobias Middleton. Harris or Chris Middleton. Yeah, Tob- Actually, now I'd rather kind of have Tobias as a four, um, because yeah. Middleton's kind well, of
0: yeah, Middleton's I mean, shooter,
1: you know. but Tobias is Tobias is so good, and he gets yeah. no hype.
0: Yeah, no. But he's
1: yeah. He, and he's only twenty six, I think. He's averaging twenty and twenty and nine. On forty-one percent from three. I mean, he's not that good at defense. But if we have Embiid, yeah. I mean, do you really need that great of a defender at the four? Not really. He's good. He's better than Taric. Yeah, it'll be. be I think if he leaves, I know they want to have, they want to sign two big free agents. I guess they could technically sign them and still keep Harris. But I mean, if he wants, if he wants a main role, give him four years for the max. I think, come on down, man. Even though that'd be a lot of team for him. That'd be like a team. (laughs) He has traded so much.
0: Yeah, that's tough. But once he finds his fit, I mean, like, see, he's balling out anywhere. He is everybody. kind of,
1: yeah, he's yeah, he's balling out every team he's been on. Except, for, I mean, the Bucks kind of gave up. That was a terrible trade for the Bucks. I don't know what they got. Or I don't actually. I don't even know what that trade was.
0: Yeah, I think that was a minute ago.
1: No, the, no, it won't trade for the Bucks. It was a bad trade for the Magic. They traded for the Pistons for Ilyasova and Brandon Jennings.
0: Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's a trade. rough trade. Brandon Jennings. Um, all right, what do you got for your last
1: Second dislike, I have um, just NBA drama in general. Um, Obviously, a lot of it's hilarious. And a lot of it, like seeing a good Woj tweet, like the Jimmy Butler thing with the practice, I thought that was hilarious. But at a certain point, it's just getting stupid. Um, Yeah. With this whole Warriors thing, I do think there is something to the Warriors story, but like there's so much just stupid stuff coming out from Shams. Shams, 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 I don't want to say his name.
0: I you, I think I've never heard Shams. I, I think
1: it's Shams. I think it's Shams. That's,
0: That's mean, what I heard
1: someone say. I heard he's I think a scrub I heard someone
0: anyway, say, dude. He's a scrub. He's not a scrub. Dude, he's a scrub. He's, he's, not, he's not a
1: scrub. Bro. He's like 20 years old breaking the stories.
0: Dude, he breaks fake news. He, he breaks, doesn't break fake news. He, he he got burned on a story like a couple of weeks ago. He he broke Wodes, the butler trade. Woes does not get burned, dude. Woes doesn't burn. get
1: burned. I mean, they used to be teammates. They should have just brought him to ESPN. I don't know why. But oh,
0: dude. Whoa,
1: dude. Um, it's just – it's just getting, like – there's ESPN just feeds into it. That's the worst part because all these debate shows, even I guess F- FS1 does too, these stupid debate shows where they debate everything. Like, all right, I know the, the memes were funny about, like, Fultz getting bullied and stuff, and then that just becomes – I see on FS1, like, Chris Broussard saying he's got sources saying Fultz is done and Butler's going to, like, kill him. Like,
0: uh. no, it's
1: not going to happen. It, it's not it, – like, I know they wanted to, and it'd be kind of funny also be kind of sad, but it'll also be kind of funny. Um, it's just they need to relax all these ridiculous stories. There's already real stupid stories like the Burner stuff from last yeah. year. And,
0: yeah, you got so much. Yeah. It's just but every day I,
1: there's, like, something new.
0: That's what the NBA has turned into, dude. This is a, it's a reality show, honestly. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got, we got our power rankings. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your second dislike? My, I, had, I had Jimmy and the Cavs.
1: Oh, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right.
0: Um power rankings. I got the Warriors at 1, Raptors at 2, Bucks at 3, Thunder at 4, Portland at 5.
1: Um I had the same top 3, Golden State, Toronto, Milwaukee. <clears throat> and I got uh Boston at 4 and Oklahoma City at 5.
0: All right, so Pretty much, pretty much, uh, kind of on pretty much the same. Yeah,
1: that took the uh, the Nuggets out. They've been, yeah, dude, they've
0: been struggled. What they, I think they're like one and three, one and four in the last, uh, I think they're own. I
1: think they're own four since the like Kyrie Jamal thing.
0: Tough look. The basketball gods got them, I guess. Yeah, Um, all right. So, Homer, minute, and then you got anything else before that?
1: Uh, Um, I think I do not think I have anything else now.
0: All right, well, I'm going to get the timer out. Uh, just in Mookie Betts, 1A on MVP. Not really a shock. Um, all right, whenever you're ready. All right, uh,
1: let's go to the Sixers. Now it's a lot big, different team now. Um, Simmons, got to start out with the every week, learn how to shoot. Embiid had some rough turnovers. He is shooting well from three now. Uh, he went four of seven last night from three. But he needs to stop turning the ball over. Jimmy Butler, haven't seen enough out of you to hate on you. Fultz, I have no idea where to even start with that anymore. Um, I hope you're not a mental midget. You might be, though. Shamit went kind of cold. He went 2 of 16 for over two games. That was rough from deep. Um, Korkmaz. Korkmaz is coming alive finally. He had 16 against Miami. He had a couple of threes last night off the bench. Muscala um, takes too many threes, but I think you can be a decent replacement for Sarge. Wilson Chandler looked pretty good. TJ, I hope you start playing a little bit more because he's not really – he's got a lot of uh, DNP CP, uh, CDs. Um, so, that's – you never want to see that with McConnell. Uh, who else? Jonah Bolden, good luck in Delaware. Um, I think Man. that's all I got. All I got for this that's week. The get. big week that's ahead. Jazz on Friday. That's a big game.
0: Jazz on Friday. I think you guys should win that one. Is it in Utah or at home?
1: No, it's at home. It's Butler's home debut. Butler's so home win. debut.
0: Damn, should win that. All right, let, let me get that on the Sixers. Uh, How about you telling me to bet on the Heat and then the Heat lost? Hey,
1: I mean, the Sixers had nine guys.
0: God, that's <laughs> tough.
1: All right, uh, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, go.
0: All right, Suns, 3-11. Second worst team in the league record-wise. It's all right, though, because um, DeAndre Ayton's still balling out. Still sitting at 16, 11, and 3. My favorite number there is 3, uh, averaging 3 assists. He's shown to not only be a great scorer, but when the double team comes, or, or even when he just has the ball in the post, uh, he switches it well, kicking for open threes. Um, Devin Booker, the points per game has dropped down a little bit. He's going cold uh, in some games, which does overall hurt the team. Um, but he still has that killer mentality, which we need. TJ Warren already, already talked about him, absolute stud. Uh, Josh Jackson has been starting to play more after Kosco of like, out like five games where he played him like under 10 minutes and he's kind of actually, um, attacking more and putting the ball in the bucket, which we need. The one main, main thing that this team always gets in trouble is they'll have like five, they'll be playing a team close, like within 10 or even like winning. And then not like a five minute stretch where they just break down, can't score, can't stop anyone. And then it's a 20 point game. And, and then all the energy is just out. Um, so we gotta avoid that. Um and normally normally that is caused by turnovers. So limit the turnovers. Other than that, young guy's coming along pretty well. Um Kobosh really um efficient actually shooting like forty seven percent. So um I'll take it. I'll take it. Not terrible. We're not getting the wins we needed, but as long as, as long as the team's gelling, that's all I need.
1: Uh you feeling a, a Terry trade?
0: Um, depending on what it is, I would love a Terry trade. If we get the thing is, like, uh, I just
1: hope they don't send a first. Is, I hate that.
0: Is Terry when's he a free agent?
1: This year, he's restricted, he's yeah. restricted this year. I don't think there's any way they bring him back.
0: Yeah, so I don't know how into a trade for him I
1: am. We're uh.
0: Can no. we just get, like we could just give him? Like, they could. A- I mean, they
1: could give him an offer sheet.
0: Yeah, offer mm-hmm. sheet, and then like you said, somewhere. like the Celtics aren't matching like a four-year like eighty seventy-five million on Terry. So, yeah,
1: that'd be interesting. Or uh, yeah. D'Angelo Russell.
0: I don't really want the Russ dude. He doesn't play defense, so Yeah, to. that'd be
1: a rough defensive backcourt. I know him and Booker are homies though. But yeah, that'd be a rough defensive backcourt.
0: The goal, the goal, definitely the goal. Like, show some show some progression this year. But we're gonna get a top pick, sign Terry, and then draft RJ or Cam Reddish. I don't want Zion. I don't want RJ or Cam Reddish. Um, and then you got you got you got Terry Booker. Um, Warren McCall Josh. I yeah. good
1: man. He's really yeah, he's good. good. He's what he didn't make any threes last night, but he went four or six in the field. I saw him. He's, he's just got a, he's like he's just a smart player. I still think, yeah, obviously, I might be a homer. I still think it was weird that they gave up two unprotected first. I, I mean, the 10th they gave up the 16th pick and an unprotected first for a likely role player, but he's a really good role player, so I guess it works anyway.
0: Yeah, the um, thing is, like, he's like. It, Take the injury out of Zaire Smith, like even if he is playing. Oh, he'd be McCall's playing
1: better than Zaire Smith was right now. Yeah, like,
0: McCall is such a better fit. Like Zaire Smith is almost like another Josh Jackson. We didn't need that. Um, yeah. I get like he has a really high ceiling, but we needed someone who can actually like score and shoot the three. And McCall is so uh, quick off the uh, off like the catch and shoot. Um, he's looking nice for sure. So yeah, good, it's good. good signs. Good signs. All right, so I guess that's all we got for this week. Um, next week, Thanksgiving. So. Probably, probably. I mean, we can probably, try to fit
1: one in. We try yeah, to
0: fit try, one try to fit one in. Um, probably on Friday or Saturday. But, uh, yeah, it's been another edition of the SQ Sports NBA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at SQ underscore Sports, Instagram at SQ Sports. Um, yeah, that's it from us.